Hello, hello, and thank you for joining the Touch by Mercy and Living on Grace podcast. I am so humble and grateful from the support, the encouragement, the inspiration that I received in launching this podcast last week. I was truly overwhelmed with so much love and I'm just honored. I am honored and I don't take it for granted because I know that, you know, the work that God began in me is just beginning. It's only the, the start of something that can only be full of greatness. I am your host, Patrice Butts, and y'all know I got to give this disclaimer you must be in a relationship with Christ Jesus to grasp these teachings and to live this kind of life. I don't know who's saved and who's not saved. I don't know who's scrattling the fence. I don't know who's backslidden. But all you have to do if you are saved and scrattling the fence that have backslided, repent, turn. Jesus will give you a fresh start. And for those of you that just don't know it, it's easy as ABC. You say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. I believe that you died and that you rose again. Not only on that third Sunday morning, but you rose in my heart on today. Lord, I confess that I am a sinner in need of your saving grace. My sisters and my brothers, if you said that prayer, you are born again. You are on your way to heaven. And I'll tell you why. Um, My pastor John L. Bowen out of Minneapolis, Minnesota, used to compare assurance versus insurance. And we we quick to, to buy up health insurance and life insurance and automobile insurance and uh, 
what else? Life insurance, you know, all that good stuff. Because if something happened to the car, we don't want to come out of our pockets. Something happened to the house, we don't want to come out of our pockets. Something happened to the, this body ours, we don't want to come out of pocket. And for the most part, when you die, you definitely don't want your folks coming out of their pockets. And we we go out of our way to make sure we have our business in order. But how many of you have your business in order with the assurance of knowing that if you die today, that your soul is, is, is in the best place it could possibly go, that you will hear those words, well done, my good and faithful servants. I will, I will give a disclaimer on this at every podcast. Because I don't take it for granted. I just don't believe that everybody on this podcast is saved. If that was the case, I'm wasting my time because we all know the word of God. So I just thank God that he has allowed me to do this. And so I'm ready, set, go. I have been on fire since this last podcast last Thursday. So if y'all see me acting a fool or hear me acting a fool up in this house, don't worry. It's just because God has been so good to me in the last seven days. It's exciting. Well, as I was reflecting on last week and the direction that God is taking me with this podcast, he wanted me to make it into a series. And the name of this series is, What's in it for you? Because sometimes we think that God is asking us to do so much when he asks us to follow after him and give up our old ways. And we always want to ask, you know, what's in it for me? You know it, you do it with your bosses, the church, your friends, your family, your business adventure. You want to know what's in the benefits. What am I getting out of it? And y'all, I am so afraid that it's the same attitude we give God, the one who has created us, that has given us life, health, and strength. We want to ask him these same questions. (laughs) Oh, my, my, my. So for the next four weeks, I'm going to share with you about the benefits of trusting and obeying our healthy father. I want you to be so overcome and endowed with his presence and power that you will no longer ask what's in it for you, but you'll be thinking and praying about how can I give back to God from whom all blessings flow. It will increase your faith, help you walk in obedience, Let go of that weight and sins that is entangled and kept you away from the presence of God. I don't know how you do it. You just don't want to do those things. They just, they don't even taste right, don't feel right, don't look right. In fact, it just, it just gives you a headache and it just makes you just can't believe that you actually did it. So I'm just excited about what God is going to do through this week. So when I was meditating on this word throughout the week, an old song came to me. Now, y'all don't be judging me. I still like R&B every once in a while. But the song was, ain't no stopping us now. 
And I know every one of you have heard this song because we play it at every family reunion. And, you know, I thought about the words of the songs. It talks about how things has tried to keep us down, you know, friends, the, you know, negativity and, you know, the fact that, you know, you may have been held down before, but you won't be held down anymore. That's where you're going. That's where this podcast is going to take you. This is where you're going to understand why you want those benefits from God. You want, you, you don't even care what it is. As long as you know they coming from God, you want them. But so often many of us have allowed life curveballs to keep us from these promises of God. We have given up and accepted what life has thrown at us. But today is a new day. I need you to get up, get on the move, and get your groove back. God has not given up on you. I ain't giving up on you. So guess what? Don't give up on yourself. And, you know, studying Isaiah 45 and 2, I'm like, Lord, what's the what's the subject? He said, tell them I've set them up to win. And, and you know how it is to be to set up to win. Let me give you an example. I played softball growing up. And sometimes when the bases got full, you got three people on base. Well, you trying to get all three plus the hitter in the home run. So we had a couple of hitters in, in my hometown. Um, Pooh Campbell and my cousin, Nikita Sanders, they both have passed away. But we would be fully loaded on base, on ready, set, go. And we'd be like, uh-oh, we know we're going to make a home run. And I'm telling you, these stout women of ours never disappointed us. We They set us up to win. We made sure that they were right there on ready, set, go. Because we wanted to win that ball game. Or for those of you who played basketball, I played basketball. I wanted to put the hands, if it's 10 seconds on the clock, I want to put the ball in the best shooter who's been on fire, who has made every shot. Ain't nobody been able to block him and stop him because we need to score. We want to win. So this is how God has set you up to win. He knows who to put in position. He knows how to put it in position. He knows where to put it in position. So he has set you up to win. Amen. I'm so excited. Y'all, I'm excited. I've been, I'm a winner. And so Isaiah 45 and 2 says, I will go before you. I will level the mountains. I will break down the gates of bronze and cut through the bars of iron. So if you all look through Isaiah 45, God was talking to Cyrus, a Gentile king who had no relationship with him, um, who who really didn't know him because if you look throughout that chapter, God was constantly telling him, I'm God. I'm the Lord thy God. I am. I am. He wanted to put it in this king head that I anointed you. I'm going to, my. you're going to follow after me. I'm going to lead you. You know, he was telling him what he was going to do. And that, you know, and I know this probably made the Israelites mad. <laughs> in fact, I know it did. But I want you to know if God did this for someone that wasn't even trying to follow him, 
What do you think you go? We gonna do for you if you just begin to just take it one step, one day at a time. And so when I thought about the mountains, he says flatten the mountains for you. I thought about the mountains. I went to Hawaii and we were in Maui for two days. So we took an excursion and we went to the top of this mountain. I think they said 16,000 feet above sea level. So on this mountain, we're going around and around. There's mountains on one side and a strip of a, I don't even know if it was rail there. All I could see was the Pacific Ocean. And uh, the the bus driver, our tourist, and he's just talking, I look at it and I'm like, Lord, you need to watch the road because it's a narrow road. And you know, every once in a while we 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 manage this by you and you just have to stop and bag up and let them in, or they stop and bag up and let you in. But on the way up, it was just mountains and 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 beautiful rainbows, and you just see this water and the rainbows sitting over this water. And finally we got to the top and it was beautiful up there at the top. It was just amazing. I had never been to a top of a mountain. So that's how excited I was. But we didn't come back down the same way. We took another direction. And so I thought about that when God's talking about these mountains. The fact that God has let you overcome some mountains. He don't want you to look back. He don't want you to get discouraged, you know, because he helped you up one mountain. And and if you've ever seen mountain ranges, like I've been to Ridgecrest, North Carolina, and the mountains just keep going and keep going. You see one and you keep going. And I think those mountains represent the things that are going to occur in our lives, whether it's illness, whether it's sickness, whether it's death, losing a job, whatever you can imagine. And I, the God that, that is omnipresent, that knows that omnipotent sin, that knows everything and is, is, is everywhere at the same time. I believe he looked into our future and says, let me flatten the mountain. And I just believe that he flattened them for you. But because of what we think we see, we think they are too high for us to climb, that they are too We just can't do it. We turn around and walk away. I think this is why Jesus said to us, uh, if you just have just a little seed of faith, you can move that mountain. Because right now you're looking at that mountain and you're thinking God is too big to climb. But if if your faith look through the eyes of what God is telling you about this mountain, it won't look so tall. It will look flat like it already is. Because guess what? Those mountains in, in up there in North Carolina, they just went on and went on and went on. And we're going to have mountains. But if we know that God has flattened them and our faith will let us see that he has made a way through those mountains and those ridges, honey, there's nothing we can do. Ask yourself, what's standing in your way from climbing those mountains and going over those mountains? Is it your family, your friends, your past? I don't know. Ask yourself, is it worth keeping you from the blessings, the promises of God? Because you got to go over the mountain to get to the blessings. Like when we were coming down those mountains, once again, rainbows at the rainbows. But when we got to the bottom we saw black beaches, white bleaches, red bleaches, beaches, 
They were beautiful. And they were sitting out there on that Pacific, that Pacific Ocean, more rainbows. It was, it was amazing. And just like I felt when I came going up, I felt just as good coming down. I believe on all my being that would think with God, all things are possible. You have to believe that. Look at Joseph's life, Sarah's life, Israel coming out of Egypt. My, and if you don't know anything else, think about what we just celebrated this past Sunday. Jesus rising from the dead. God has flattened so many mountains in my life. My sexual abuse, I was abused from sixth grade to ninth grade by my youngest sister's dad. It caused me to want to be suicidal. I had depression. My grades dropped. I became um, disobedient. You name it. I, 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 I hated myself, y'all. And I begged God for years to take my life. Because if I thought that if life was this bad at the most vulnerable times of my year, years, I didn't want to be here. I thought death was was going to be a better place for me. But how many of y'all are so glad that God does not listen to our selfish prayers? I'm so glad that he kept me here because he's blessed me with so many wonderful things. And then I think about what he says in verse, in that verse, he says, he's going to break down gates of bronze and cut through walls of iron. I used to work in jail ministry, and whenever you go in there, I did it for about 12 years. You go in there, this steel door, and you go through there, there's these bars and more steel doors, and I, I was never afraid, never fearful. I went in there, gave the word of God, but I thought about those things were meant to keep me in bondage. You know, keep us from the outside and 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 those those, you know, with the walls of iron, when you see those bars, you know, it allows you to see freedom, but you don't ever know when you're going to get it again. You know, they might tell you this and that, you know, and, and you know, and and for God to use the analogy of what breaking down bronze and cutting through iron, he's letting you know. He don't call or care what comes up in your life. He has already broken down. He's cut. You just got to take a walk of faith and walk through it. Because these things are used for resistance. Fortified, we cross the bridges. And you know, he even showed us this in the Jericho, when that wall of Jericho came falling down in Joshua. And all they had to do was walk. So if God can do that, what won't he do? And then... You know, it 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 the, the the last part of that in thinking about you know what you go through and and what he's gonna do, he does not leave you alone. He he blesses you with friends and mentors to help you walk through those mountains um t- experiences. And my friend Sharon um Dixon, she would always tell me about what to expect with my teenage girls when they went to college. And uh, she's like, they ain't going to be the same when they come back, Patrice. Just get ready. But she prepared me for so many things 
that helped me, that didn't knock me off my feet when they didn't come home the same way they left. And I'm so excited. And God will do the same thing for you. He will put people in your life. You got to leave some of them old friends away that just keep taking you back and through the wrong side of the mountain. You got to get with people that want to see the best in you. And so as I get ready to end this podcast, I want to reflect on some things from this week episode. Isaiah 54 and 7. Team says no weapon of form against you shall prosper, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you will condemn. This is the heritage of the service of the Lord, and the righteousness is from me, says the Lord. Baby, it ain't nothing, it ain't no one, it ain't no situation that will keep you from the greatness of God. But you have to seek him. You have to seek his desires. You have to seek his ways. You have to walk in obedience. You have to deny yourself. Listen to me. I need you to take all of God's word that is in your head. Put it in your heart. It is only then that you will believe, that you will trust, and that you will put into practice what you know about the God that we serve. Oh, he's a good, good father. And he loves you more than you were ever grasped. You have been set up to win. We so quick to talk about heaven being a place for prepared people. But I want to inform you. So is her. Because God knew that we wouldn't be able to fight through the hell that we go through on this earth without preparing us. He didn't save us and tell us to go and figure out how to make it on this earth alone. He prepared the way for us. He has empowered us with his Holy Spirit, that same power that raised Jesus from the dead. He has it. So you empower. He has equipped you with so many gifts. Tap into those gifts. He has given you the wisdom and knowledge to figure out some things that will help you through this life. He has given us, you, the victory. And most of all, he has promised that he will never leave you nor forsake you. God. Our father, we always talk about trusting him, but several times throughout the Bible, he has entrusted us to receive his blessings so we can share with others the gift of salvation. I'm saying it a second time. You've been set up to win. God did this to make sure that you would be able to overcome anything that comes to kill, steal, and destroy and keep you from doing the work that we were created to do. I'm going to say it one more time. God has set you up to win. For some of you, it may be hard to grasp, especially if you've never been through anything in your life that has called you to call out to the Lord for help, for strength, for peace, for his presence or his protection. But just keep on living. It will come a time. I promise you, baby, it's coming. When you will go through something that only God can handle and only God will see you through. You've tried everyone, everything, but tell me, where has it gotten you? I'm begging. I'm pleading with you. Give God a chance. Begin to trust him. And trusting in his word 
what he has declared about you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are more than a conqueror. You are a royal priesthood. I can guarantee you, he will show you all of what's in it for you. He will show you what's in it for you. I just want you to know, I got history with God. I ain't telling y'all nobody else's story. I ain't making this up. History is his story. And he just allowed me to be a part of his story. And I just thank him for that. I praise him for that. He is a loving God. He is a good God. He's a merciful God. He is a gracious God. This is done one day, one step at a time. Don't try to make a change right away. Let him help you. Let me help you. I I thank you. I love you. I appreciate it that you took the time out to listen to this podcast. I try to keep it to at least 30 minutes. I don't try to go too much over that. But I just want to thank you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Next week, we're going to continue to dive into God's word and what he has for you. Check out Joshua 1 and 8. He got something for you. He's going to continue to show you these benefits. You can find me on Facebook at Touched by Mercy, Living on Grace, or at Patrice Cunningham Butts. I'm on Instagram, Touched by underscore Mercy, Living on underscore Grace. They have put me on Spotify, Apple Tunes. Uh, I don't know what all that stuff is, but Google it and it'll pop up. Touched by Mercy and Living on Grace. I want y'all to remember, I'm still giving out those three gift cards, um, Amazon, Walmart, and Visa and on May 1st. So continue to talk to me. Tell me what you don't like. Tell me what you do like. And uh, I just want to thank you for joining this podcast. It will be aired every Thursday at 6 a.m. My brothers and my sisters, I want you to remember, it takes grace to make it. Y'all have a good, good rest of your day. I bless you. I pray for you. And I ask God to continue to keep you.